The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. Bob Vecchio would like to welcome the Copeg School District to our program, and I'm excited because I'm going to learn a brand new thing today. You know, it's a thing called eSports, so I'm assuming it's electronic, I'm assuming it's online, and I'm assuming it's a little bit of a competition. Beyond that, I have no idea what we're going to be talking about, but the folks from the Copeg School District, and more importantly, the students that are competing in the eSports, are going to tell us all about it. I'd like to welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, Mr. DiGiorgio. Welcome, and so give us, you know, for the old guys like us, the old folks like us that, you know... I grew up on Nintendo, and I, I stunk at it. I, I liked the shooting game with the duck. That was about the only thing I was good at. But I know it's come a long way since then. So tell us about eSports at Copeg School District. Okay, so basically eSports, uh, without getting too specific, is com- uh, the most competitive form of video games. Okay, so everybody knows that video games are really popular and kids are playing video games on their own. This is taking that to the next level where we organize it into a competitive format and we actually compete much like you would see a football team compete against another school in Long Island. We compete in the same way in a, in a specific league that we'll talk about later. Um, but we actually also have the benefit of competing against schools from all across the country. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Uh, that is kind of cool. Not only are you competing locally or regionally, you could be competing across country, across the world, for that matter, too. Talk to us about, you know, because I, I know you have Xbox and you have some other platforms that are out there. What are the what are the uh, games or the most standard games that are you guys are competing in for the esports? So actually, we're we're very lucky because uh, our school district here at Copec has been ridiculously supportive of our program that we're running here, and we actually have top of the line gaming computers. Um, which is a step above your typical console like Xbox or PlayStation or the Nintendo Switch. Um, so they've been very supportive of us. We have a really awesome eSports lab that's growing every year. Um, and we we play multiple games. This, this group of kids that is in front of you right now, we play Rocket League, um, which is basically, if you can imagine, soccer, but with cars. Soccer with cars. Okay. That sounds yeah. very interesting. So now also for our listening audience, what are some of the educational benefits for getting students involved in esports? What are the benefits as to why there was a value to bring it into the school district? Well, I can tell you for sure my main goal in bringing esports to the school was to give students another opportunity to be involved in something um, that wasn't your typical after school sport or after school club. This is opening kids up to an activity that they might not have had the opportunity to do anywhere else. And it just gives kids a, a reason to come to school. It gives them a reason to come, keep coming back. And to me, I'm all about that. And as the years keep going on, we get more and more interest. So I, I just hope to keep growing the program and, and give kids a reason to want to be here. Right. So like any team, it's a niche thing. It, it develops teamwork, some leadership, but also some skill set for critical thinking when you're when you're competing. Uh, also, we'll teach them the discipline on, you know, 
they're enhancing their skills. So it's just like any other club or any other type of uh, sports team that you have at the school. Uh, it's to build that relevance for the students that are taking. How long has the program been in place and how many students are usually involved or how do you go about recruiting students for this? Um, so we've been running the pro. We piloted the program about four years ago. I would say um, we've been up and running for a solid two years where we've been very competitive uh, over two seasons. Um, right now, for instance, this is one of my Rocket League teams. So a Rocket League team is three students at a time. I have at the high school level, I have three different Rocket League teams. Um, so that's nine starting players, but we also have substitutes. So just for Rocket League alone, which is only one of the games that we play, I have about 14 or 15 high school students. Um, we also run a program for the middle school, which houses another 15 or so students for Rocket League. And we're trying to expand to more games as well so that we can expand our roster and reach even more students in the, in the very near future. And like other teams, are there tryouts to make the starting rosters? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We started in the, in the beginning kind of word of mouth, um, just trying to get kids involved, get kids in the room. As we're growing in popularity, we're finding that uh, we're just limited by space. And we, we do have tryouts now, which is awesome. So I'm actually really excited about that. This is the first year that we've had tryouts. My last question for you before we get to the gamers, right, because I want to learn uh, all about soccer with cars definitely has piqued my interest here um how many other schools on long island or in new york are participating in this uh in the league that you're in do you know um just to give you an idea of how incredibly popular this is in so we play in one league called the high school esports league and it's currently split because rocket league is so popular it's split up into four different divisions uh we have the east coast the central uh the southern division and then the west coast so we actually play in the regular season. We play all teams on the East Coast. I would say from New York, I'm ballparking it here, but it's got to be upwards of two or 300 teams from New York alone. Wow. So it really is popular. And uh, I don't know where I've been, but I'm glad to hear about it. And to help us learn about esports, I'm going to start off with Aiden. Aiden, what grade are you in? And how did you hear about this team at Copeg and what made you want to participate? Um, I'm Aiden. I'm a freshman, ninth grade. Um, I heard about the eSport because I have a good connection with Mr. D and he wanted to start the club. And I told him about the game Rocket League I've been playing. Um, I told him I was pretty good at it. And Mr. D was like, well, we should start a team. If you know anyone, we could really start up a really good team. We could dominate, um, which we did. We did really good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so so you had a kind of high level of expectation when you were looking for teammates not only were you looking for a teammate you're looking for fellow dominators is what you're telling me yes because <laughs> I, I knew people that also played the game sure and so i'm gonna ask you aiden describe to me soccer with cars um it's it's very it's hard to describe but you're basically a flying car <laughs> um there's different aspects of the game. There's ground play. There's aerial play. Um, okay. You you can. There's a whole bunch of passing. There's rotations. Um, there's it's positions really, where you just pass your teammate, you shoot it, and just keep maintaining pressure on the opposite team. It's it's a lot of passing in the three v three game modes. And what are you passing? Are you actually passing a soccer ball? Or you're passing some yes. other item. We are passing a a, a soccer ball. Yes. All right, so there's three to a team. 
It's flying cars. It's ground game, passing a soccer ball with vehicles. Okay. And you guys have been dominating at this. Yes. Talk to me how you found your teammates. Um, I met my first teammate, Mason, in the beginning of middle school, sixth, sixth, seventh grade. Um, we started playing Rocket League at that time as just the two of us at our houses playing together, talking to each other. Um, Mr. D brought up the club, and then I, we needed to find a third person. So I found David. Or, yeah. No, we found the older esports team. Well, uh, well our third teammate, um, Aiden. And we played eighth grade. We did really good that season. We all knew each other as friends in school year. All right. So it sounds like uh, the dominating force is together now at the high school level. And... Um, I'm going to now speak with Mason. Mason, you're a ninth grader, friends with Aiden. Um, if you had to describe Aiden as a player, give me one word that you would describe him as and tell me why you wanted to do this club. <laughs> um, I can't really describe it in one word. Okay. I will say that he is better than me in most aspects <laughs> of the game. <laughs> uh, he has definitely taught me a lot since we started playing in sixth grade. And I'm happy to have him as a teammate. Great. And he keeps you humble, obviously, if he keeps beating you, right? <laughs> yes, he, he surely right. does. Uh, all right. So tell me why you decided to sign up for this team and, and compete as well. Personally, I decided to join this team because along with what Mr. D said, it gave me something to do. It was just another college uh, another club after school that i could just partake in possibly even put it on a resume for college if we win tournaments and, and you guys really, you guys practice on a regular basis as well yes we do we practice on our own all right and are you practicing well beyond when you gather as a club like when you get back home you guys are still practicing and like into the late hours of the evening that your parents are saying get off the computer and it's done sometimes yes we do some sometimes well we are learning all about esports soccer with cars with the dominating force from the copeg school district and esports we're going to learn a lot more and we're going to meet another teammate that has been recruited into this particular team and they compete in the rocket league you're listening to the spotlight on long island schools on 1039 li news radio streaming live out on the web at linewsradio.com check out our facebook page spotlight on long island schools suggest a program club or activity that your kids are involved in and your school district may be the next one in our spotlight we'll be right back after this We'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and streaming live on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. Continuing our conversation with the eSports team from the Copeg School District. And again, these are gamers and it's, it's an organized sports league. They compete against other schools around the country. And Mason... Before we left on the break, we were talking about practices and talk to me. I guess you've been involved in a few competitions since middle school, now high school. 
what are some of the tougher moments during a competition that you guys got to kind of really just like bear down and try to overcome some adversity? Talk to me about some moment that stands out for you. The tougher moments are really when we start going downhill in a match, we start conceding goals and we start stop talking. We, we stop talking to each other. So we really try to like keep the energy up and continue to push through even when a match is getting tougher. And how do you win a match? How, what, what is the point structure and, and what determines a winner? In a standard Rocket League 3v3 match, it is a five-minute segment. And you just, like a normal soccer game, you try to score as many goals as you can in that time limit. If There's no mercy rule, right? It's not like, or is there a mercy rule that if you're competing against a team, you're just totally dominating? Is there like a mercy rule or anything? Or you just keep beating the heck out of them? No, there is no mercy rule. We play out of a best of seven series. So four rounds of five minutes wins. Okay, great. Also want to welcome to the program, David, you're a 10th grader on the team and these guys uh, recruited you. So what piqued your interest to say, I want to join with Aiden, who apparently is this master gamer and (laughs) Mason who, you know, goes along for the ride, obviously, and, you know, helps out every now and then. What made you want to join eSports, David? Well, I didn't necessarily know anyone at the time. I was in eighth grade and Mr. DiGiorgio, he he told me if I wanted to join. But this was like uh, at the end, like most at the end of the year. So I was like, yeah, I was like, when does it start? And so basically I was entering high school at the time and that's where I, I joined the team. I, I wasn't with these two, Aiden and Mason at the time. It was with another team, which uh, I, I played them for that year. And then later on, I played with, uh, with Mason and Aiden once they got to high school. So who's, who's the better team, the team that you're on now or the team from before? Well, obviously, you know the right answer. Oh, definitely the team that I want now. <laughs> that is so the right answer, David. Good job. And talk to me about, you know, some challenges that you've encountered during competition that stands out for you. Well, not I don't really have, like, necessarily a challenge. I mostly have a challenge of communication. Okay. And That's- what do you do to work on that? I try to talk to uh, my friends uh, outside of school. I try to get closer with them. And you said you didn't really know anybody. So was it a little nerve wracking to join this club, knowing that you didn't really know anybody? And and how did they welcome you when you first came on board? Oh, yeah. When I first came uh, came on board, uh, I saw these two. They played for like the middle school team at that time. Uh, Are they are they pretty well known for their gaming skills over there in Copec? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like it because, you know, even though Mason plays it cool, I could tell even though he defers to Aiden, he, he, I, I'm sure either one of them could destroy me and my whole family in a matter of moments. So, <laughs> so Mr. D, you know, it's growing in popularity. There's formal competitions um, in other sports. You have county championships, state championships. Talk to us about the structure with this and talk to us about some other benefits that this program has for students beyond high school. Uh, so one of the one of the awesome 
benefits of the league that we play in the high school esports league that we mentioned before is that they give a, they give us a ton of opportunities to compete in uh, various events. So, for instance, we have a eight week regular season, uh, eight week regular season season. I know that sounds redundant, but we play every week. We we meet on Thursday. We have a match, and then that determines our seeding for the playoffs. Um, that puts a for instance this year we finished. Uh, number 20 for the East Coast um, wow. after the regular season. And then they fought their way through a playoff bracket, single elimination, made it all the way to the end. Unfortunately, we got knocked out of the national uh, tournament a little bit earlier than we would have liked. But thankfully, HSEL also offers the opportunity to play at the state championship level, um, which is something that we were very successful in. We made it all the way through, I believe, what was it, guys? Eight. Four rounds? Eight yeah. rounds? Eight yeah. rounds. Yeah, eight, eight, eight rounds of competition, uh, single elimination. So they had to fight their way through a lot of teams. We played Belmore Merrick. We beat them pretty easily. Uh, we came up in, against a really, really tough Comac team in the finals. And it was a absolute nail biter of a match. It, it ended up going down to three games to three. And unfortunately, we lost game seven. But it was it was close. These guys fought every every inch of the way. And Honestly, they deserve a win. So we'll be back in the spring season. We're actually currently in week four of the spring season, right? Week four? I believe yeah. so. So we're, 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 we're gearing up for the playoffs again. That's when it all matters. And uh, we're excited to do uh, even better this time. All right. So I made a note. Belmore, Merrick, easy. Comac, hard. So this, way, <laughs> this, this way, there's a little locker room material for uh, Belmore, Merrick. And Comac will overestimate their hand the next time they face you. Yeah. During the break, we were talking about there's actually scholarships for this in colleges. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so I, I'm trying to stress the importance of, of students getting involved in an activity like this because this, op, this opens up students to scholarship opportunity and opportunity to be a part of something that they might not have had opportunity to be a part of before. For instance, maybe they're not the strongest athletes in the world and they don't have uh, man, honestly, some of these guys are athletes as well. So I'm not trying to just say that they're only gamers, but mm -hmm. it, it just opens you up to more opportunity. And um, the the thought of getting a college scholarship to play competitive video games is something that's extremely attractive to everybody. I mean, if you told me that when I was in high school that I could have gotten money to play video games, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't be on board for that. I so shouldn't have kicked my son off of Xbox all those nights. I'm telling you, just a whole new light has lit up here for me. But I, a Aiden, I'm going to come back to you. Um, who's your toughest team out there, either locally or nationwide? Who is your arch nemesis? Um, that I'm not sure of because we don't, we haven't gone matched up against the same team several times before. It's usually just a loss against them. But the hardest team that we've gone against is the Summit Hilltop, uh, Hilltop, something like that. But yeah, Mac was definitely the harder team because I also have uh, relatives or siblings that or uh, cousins that go to that school. And I talked about it the day before the match because I saw them. Um, they wish me good luck. They were a really good team. Um, right. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get them next time, though, right? Oh yeah, I'm gonna oh, back yeah. my cousins next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, David! If you had to talk to a seventh grader or an eighth grader, tell them why they should be joining the high school team. Uh, it's it's uh, fun to deal with. Uh, you have chance to meeting new people, new teammates. 
you you probably play at home alone and you have like no one to play with so you have a chance to like play with more, more people maybe even like your skill level even at my skill level he already knows how bad i am <laughs> that's, great. that's great david thank you so much i i i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna track down your handle so i i don't even have a game i don't even know what i'm talking about mason what is the team name and what's your goal for the team this coming uh few in the future in the upcoming season we are the Copac high school eagles our main goal is to win <laughs> We're looking that's, for a, wins. that's a pretty good goal and if you had to talk to another school district that maybe doesn't have an esports team, tell the other school districts why they should have an esports team. It's inclusive. Kids want to be a part of something that they already have interest in. Absolutely. And you form friendships with people around the country. And I would assume that you guys, after you're done competing in a formal structure, do you do you play these other people that you compete against online afterwards too? Like, do you um, compete with them on some other platform? Yes, I think we that we also have the opportunity to scrimmage some of these teams as well. So uh, certain teams will reach out to us and look for, you know, a chance to rematch or a chance to scrimmage us in a non-league um, match. We're trying to do more of that, to be honest with you. Great. Well, listen, I've learned a great deal and I know not to mess with Aiden Mason or David that much. I know. And what a unique opportunity. And listen, opportunities for after high schools. That's my takeaway from all this as well. Teammates, friendships, competition and doing some skills that could really pay off, literally pay off when you go on to higher education. I want to thank the folks from the Copeg School District and in particular the esports team, the Eagles there in Copeg. Good luck. Be Comac next time. And uh, <laughs> Belmore, Belmore Merrick, they don't listen to the show, so don't worry about it. <laughs> we wish you all the best in the future. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio out on the web at linewsradio.com. Thank you for tuning in each and every week to hear about some of the amazing things that our kids are participating in our school districts across Long Island. Until next week, take care, be well, and stay safe. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.